0: Hello this is Nigdha from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday the 13th of May. Bahujan Samaj Party Supremo Mayawati claimed today that married members of the Bharatiya Janata Party are afraid of their husbands meeting the Prime Minister Narendra Modi. Why you ask? Well it is simple logic you see. Just like Prime Minister Modi abandoned his own wife they fear Modi will influence their husbands to abandon them. Mayawati added And I quote, I appeal to all women not to vote for Modi. This will be a tribute to Modi's wife who was abandoned. Unquote. She did not stop here. She attacked the Prime Minister further saying, and I quote, How can he respect others' sisters and wives when he has left his own wife for political gains? Unquote. What were Mayawati's sources? Who provided her with this crucial piece of information about the women BJP leaders? Unfortunately, these questions remain unanswered. Speaking of Prime Minister Modi, did you watch his interview with News Nation yesterday? It seems to be better scripted than most of Bollywood's recent releases. Do read Meghnad's latest piece on newslaundry.com where he does a brutal takedown of some of the claims made by the Honorable Prime Minister in the interview. The Election Commission has cleared the Niti Aayog from allegations of poll code violation made by the Congress and Ahmadmi Party in relation to the emails which showed that the Niti Aayog was directing bureaucrats to send inputs on local area knowledge to the Prime Minister's office ahead of his visits. The Model Code of Conduct states that, and I quote, Ministers must not combine official visits with election work or use official machinery for the same, unquote. The Deputy Election Commissioner Sandeep Saxena has said that the Prime Minister is exempt from this regulation while the rule still applies to other ministers. This exemption was introduced in October 2014. Smart pre-planning, sheer good luck or institutionalized damage control. Keep guessing. Senior Congress leader Malikarjan Kharge is the latest addition to the long list of politicians who have made life easy and interesting for the BJP and its IT cell. On Sunday, while addressing a rally in Kalaburgi, Karnataka, Kharge said, and I quote, Wherever he goes, Modi keeps saying that the Congress will not win 40 seats. If Congress gets more than 40 seats, will Modi hang himself at Delhi's Vijay Chowk? Yes, he even had a location in mind, and he did not shy away from sharing it. Has he been watching Game of Thrones lately? BJP MP Shobha Karand Lajay demanded an apology for such low remarks by the senior leader, saying, and I quote, Blatant lies, fake allegations, derogatory remarks have become common with hollow Congress. Can't blame the BJP IT cell for this one, Mr. Kargay. You asked for it. Attorney General KK Venugopal has said that he had written to the Supreme Court recommending a different inquiry panel for investigating the sexual harassment allegations against Chief Justice Ranjan Gogoi. The senior most law officer of the government had suggested that retired women judges should be added to the bench as external members in order to satisfy the principle of transparency and fairness. The centre, however, did not agree with Venugopal and asked him to declare that the letter was personal and not the government stand on the matter. The attorney general complied and wrote a letter stating that the views were personal. He categorically denied any serious differences with the government. Do listen to the latest episode of News Laundry Hafta where the panel expressed their criticisms of how the allegations against Chief Justice Gogoi have been handled so far. Manisha raised an important question regarding the appointment of an in-house committee in the case. The death toll of Cyclone Fani rose to 64 after 21 new deaths were confirmed on Sunday by the Odisha government. Out of the 64 deaths, Puri district alone has accounted for 39 casualties. The cyclone had made a landfall in Puri on May 3rd, leaving over 240 people injured. A nine-member central team, headed by Additional Secretary of Home Affairs, Vivek Bharadwaj, is to assess the damage caused by the cyclone FONI today. The team, split into two, shall visit Puri and Khurda today and tomorrow. It shall also visit areas under the Bhuvaneshwar Municipal Corporation on May 15. Chief Minister Patnaik has asked the officials to start the assessment of damaged houses and said that the process should be completed within a week from May 15th. He added that the state government has asked the centre for Rs 7,000 crores for construction of disaster-resilient houses in the cyclone-prone areas of the state. Actor-turned-politician Kamal Hassan's comment that the first extremist of independent India was a Hindu has sparked a political debate. Mr. Hassan, the founder of political party Makkal Nidhi Mayam, was referring to Nathuram Godse, the assassin of Mahatma Gandhi. He made the statement in question while campaigning in the Muslim-dominated town of Aravakurichi in Tamil Nadu's Karur district on Sunday. Buy polls are scheduled in the town on May 19th and Makkal Nidhi Mayam has fielded a candidate from the Assembly constituency. Tamil Nadu BJP chief Tamilisai Sondararajan was quick to respond and tweeted that the election commission must take stringent action as Kamal Hassan was triggering communal violence in a place with lots of minorities. Mr. Hassan had also landed himself in another controversy in November 2017 when he said that the Hindu right-wing groups which relied on dialogue in the past had now started to resort to violence. In the wake of an outbreak of fall army worms, a deadly pest that has spread to 10 Indian states causing widespread crop damage, the youth wing of Congress has asked the Mizoram government to declare agricultural emergency in the state. Since the report of an outbreak in the state's Lunglai district in early March, the pests have affected more than 5,636 families from 267 villages. The pests majorly affected maize and have damaged 2,100 hectares of land to the tune of rupees 20 crores. A rapid response team was previously formed by the state government to monitor the outbreak and mitigate losses. The youth wing attacked the government and blamed them for a slow and delayed response to the situation. (laughs) Sri Lanka has blocked the social networking site Facebook and messaging software WhatsApp after a post sparked an anti-Muslim riot in several cities. A Facebook post which read, and I quote, Don't laugh more, one day you will cry. Unquote, was made by a Muslim shopkeeper. The local Christians took it as a warning of an impending attack and started attacking Muslim-owned shops in the northwestern town of Chilau on Sunday. Security forces fired air shots to disperse the mob but the violence spread to nearby towns. The security situation in Sri Lanka has been on high alert ever since the April 21 suicide bombings on three hotels and three churches that left 258 people dead. In case you missed it, do read our reporter Pratik's piece on how Congress's failure to provide the promised loan waiver within 10 days in Madhya Pradesh has made farmers very, very angry. You must also check out our other election ground reports under the Elections with NL category on Newslaundry.com. In case you didn't know, all our election reports have been funded by the valiant members of Newslaundry Sena. (coughs) If you want us to bring you more stories that you think are important, contribute to our NL SENA project at newslaundry.com slash SENA. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent